Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. And in this episode, we're talking about tracking your classic. Ori, there's a variety of things we talk about when we're talking about tracks. Is it just a drive day on a track? Is it a rally? Is it organised competition? There's a variety of things. Yeah, so when people talk about track days, it's just you may take your car to a track with a driver trainer to learn how to drive your car in a safe environment. Yeah. Is that tracking your car? That is tracking your car. But it's also when you go out on the track and you haven't got a driver trainer, you're just going around the track. It's untimed when we're talking about this general type tracking. Uh, You do have to be careful about insurance. You should always check with your insurer whether you're covered on some of these things, whether they timed or untimed. But a track day, what I see is a benefit in the way that you can drive your classic or your modern, but we're talking about classics, without worrying about speed limits, without worrying about doing the wrong thing. and In a safe environment. In a safe safe environment. environment and on a track where... There's plenty of runoff. If you are to slip off, you're not going to hit parked cars or pedestrians or anything. I agree with you there. The tracks that I prefer are the ones that haven't got concrete walls. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're not professional drivers after all. And hence why you've done, well, you've done Targa, which is a different sort, and a classic Adelaide, which is local. Those sorts of track days, not on a track, but they're not racing your car because it's not Time, we're not timing anything here. I wasn't in so it's any not competition. No competition. It was on in both of the Adelaide Classic Rally and also the Target Tasmanian Rally. I was in what they call the tour. So it's untimed uh, and you're speed limited. So uh, it's open road. Uh, however, it is, when I say open road, uh, it's, it's a closed road. So you can go on both sides of the road. Yeah, perfect. And that's another experience again. It's a little bit more risky in terms of uh, danger because you've got, you know, armco barriers, you've got trees, you've got hills, you've got cliffs. You've got animals coming a- out, animals, you know, kangaroos and stuff all, crossing the road here in Australia. So I, I was lucky enough to do the four-day classic Adelaide in a 599 GDB and drove for two of the days. Fantastic. I agree. It's so entertaining to do. But there's one thing you need to realise when you're doing this thing, and I didn't realise until the end of day two, is we're not professional drivers. There are guard, no guardrails. You're right. It's just a proper road which has been blocked off that you can go both both lanes. And I think for a few days there, we got a little bit excited thinking that we are rally car drivers here, but an un- untimed effort. So it's something to just bear in mind. We're not professional drivers. Yeah. So and be what, careful. Certainly be careful. And what you do when you're actually on a rally is make sure that you're driving within the limits of, your limits, your limits and also the car's limits. All right. If it's not your daily driver and your, your classic that you've got out there, the braking probably is not as good as your, your daily driver. There's a lot of things. And if you're doing a rally, having a navigator that knows what to call in terms of every corner, every every ditch, things like that, makes a big, big difference. Well, how important is that? Because you, you've done Targa a couple of times. You've done one with a qualified navigator, let's say who's a race car driver himself, and one you did with a friend who's not a professional driver, how different were those experiences? Well, the the difference is is the confidence they give you and also they make you concentrate. 
So instead of getting a bit blasé that everything's nice and easy and rosy, they make you concentrate on the road. So they keep talking to you, you know, a, a 10 right, a, a 3 left, you know, straight, you know, all that. And it doesn't make your day as tiring as if you have to think about everything. So having a good navigator, I mean, these, you know, world-class rally drivers and navigators are unbelievable, unbelievable to watch. I'm excited. I'm excited because this weekend – we're taking, it's going to, I'm taking my car for the first time to a track, which I never thought I would take the car to a track because everyone says, oh, don't, if your car's been tracked, it, it loses value. Is that true? No, look, I don't think so. In that regard, I mean, it's one thing if it's been raced or if it's been tracked. Now, if it's been tracked, you drive as fast and as slow as you're comfortable with on the track. So it's probably no different than driving through the hills. However, you've got the facility that you don't have to worry about police making sure you're not breaking any laws and it's in safe environment. So you've got all the, you've got the fire extinguisher, you've got your helmet, you've got all the, you know, in non-flammable well, get I was going to get to that. So I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, it's my first track day. I've got a list of things that I need to get organised for this track day from permits and uh, licences and things like that. But w- what are the things... Having done them before, we're gonna, and this one is with a driver trainer, which will come and do a few laps to show you to get the most out of your vehicle within your limits, obviously. So I'm really looking forward to that to see what the 360 Modena can actually do or what it was built to do. But helmet you mentioned, non flammable clothing you mentioned. What other things? You know, a fire extinguisher, part of it must. One of the main things is making sure your car is mechanically sound. So your tyre pressures, your fluids. Uh, one thing for sure on a track that you've got to be mindful of, and we did talk about this off the show, is your brake fluids and the temperature of your brake fluid. So you're doing laps around. You've got to remember that they are not race cars, so the pads and the brakes will overheat or have brake fade if you're doing too many laps. So you do two or three laps for cool down the brakes and then come in don't do 10 laps in a row in a non-race car so race car you let's clarify what is it because wait a minute mine's a supercar yours is a supercar we've been told they're supercars well that's uh that's a bit of a debate in terms of supercar but it's still it's not a it's not a track car not a, so it's, it's not a, set up for racing it's not set up for racing i mean the modern supercars Yes, you could do 10 laps, no problem with it. But the race cars are set up with different brakes, the composition of the brake pads. It'd probably take one or two laps to actually bed them in, not bed them in to actually, you know, take so that they grip. So there's a lot of things on a race car that doesn't apply to your classic that you're going to take out for a few laps. I think it's a good point. I had a friend of mine take his um, Mercedes-Benz AMG C63 out on the track and was told, you know, you can track this car, it's ready to go, straight off the showroom floor. I think he'd done 10, 15 laps in the thing and he melted the whole back bumper with the, where the um, exhaust connects to the bumper because all cooked it. Plenty of Have, stories like that. Cooked it, right? And he, major damage, right, on a track day. But most of them would be by uh, the brakes. If you do 10 or 15 laps in even a, a modern classic, you would destroy your brakes. The tyres are another thing. I mean, you know, tyres... On a track day, the main things that will wear out is your tyres and your brake pads. 
So you say tyres. I, I was always, I wanted to, you know, when I first bought the car, was buy a second set of tyres for the track if I was to one day track it. Are they, is that worth doing that, having well, two sets of tyres? There's a few people that do that, but I'm not sure with the amount of kilometres that you do, whether it's on the track or not on the track, It's I don't think it's really warranted unless you're going, you know, tracking it with timing and then you might have slick tyres or semi-slicks. Then it's a different kettle of fish. But what you're doing, the, the track days we're talking about or the rallies that we're referring to, of the non-timed is enjoying yourself within your limits, staying on the black stuff, staying on the asphalt and not actually racing the thing. So there's certain rules on a track day, which you will learn at the debriefing, is you're not allowed to pass under brakes. So into a corner, you're not allowed to pass. You can pass on the straights and out of the corners when you're going straight. And I think I was reading you only can pass on the straight when if they if the guy in front waves you waves you past, or if he doesn't see you and you quickly go past. <laughs> yeah, well, you've done that a few times. Yeah. I know I've been the passenger in the car there. Um, okay, so we're going to go to the track. We've got everything we need safety wise. We've got our fire extinguisher. We've got the helmets sorted. What what else do I need to prepare, in your opinion? Well, you've got to be Because I'm a little bit nervous. I must admit, I'm a little bit anxious about okay. it. So you normally go to a track early in the morning. So you'd have to think about how you prepare your own body, mentally and physically. Don't take it lighthearted. The night before, have an early night. Certainly alcohol is out of the question on the track day and the night before. Even on the rallies, alcohol is, uh, you've got to have a zero limit. So... That, that is critical for your own well-being and so that you're alert. Mental focus. Yeah. And there's certain things, I mean, you know, race drivers do fitness work for their preparation. They do all sorts of drills to ensure that they've got the reflexes, you know, and the physical strength to drive for, you know, two hours or three hours. Track day, we're going in, we shouldn't be doing really more than three or four laps, maybe five and then coming in. So, how about the um, people behind? Like, what I'm worried. What happens if I start going too slow on the track day, and the other car behind me catches up? I mean, well, as long as you keep to your line, and what I find is there's always going to be cars faster than you, and there'll be, well, should be there's cars slower than you as well, or drivers, not the cars themselves. But, and if you just keep to your lines, then they'll pass on the appropriate side. Don't move left to right zigzagging trying to think which way that guy is going to pass you yeah yeah. so just stick to your lines and don't go from one side to the other of the road now Ferrari Adelaide is coming up with us so we've got to we'll have a technician on site if things to go wrong do I need to take anything spare with me I mean Targa you would because you're not in your own state yeah, in Adelaide, the, I mean, we're going to the bend. You wouldn't take anything spare. There's a lot of people that, you know, you've got, as you said, you've got the Ferrari technician from Ferrari Adelaide, which is a great service. You've you've got driver training in this one. Uh, that you'll learn a lot. You'll have, a, you know, an experienced driver on you know, as a passenger. Maybe they'll drive your car for a little bit. And you will learn a lot of, you know, when to brake, how to brake. Do you brake, you know, do they... They call it trail braking. Do you break around the corner? Those sorts of things. So it's amazing what you learn, even if you only pick up one or two things. So I don't need to bring anything with me. Fingers crossed nothing goes wrong. And so the technicians are there if minor little things, I suppose, if you get a, leak, a little leak. Have you ever used a technician at a track day? Uh, I have done. It's mainly been on the rallies, though, because okay. that's over four days. 
And that also depends on whether it's a local rally that you can easily get get home or, or got the facilities. If it's a, a rally like we've done in in Tasmania, well, that's different. Then you might take a spare water pump. You might take all sorts of things. Uh, then it's a whole different ball game when you're doing something like that. Well, you're taking your own technicians across, really. Well, most of them do, and most of them, you know, a lot of them will share. Will share. So, you know, there might be a group of cars going with one or two technicians because the competition people would always have someone. Well, everyone's – and you're a big advocate of making sure you do track days. I think – I'll, I'll let the listeners know how we go after the first one, but you're saying the more track days you do, the better, com- more confidence you have with your vehicle. Yeah, I think with with myself, if I look at the, the track day, I'm not necessarily wondering whether I can get better lap times, but I want to be able to learn and do I can I take that corner better? Have my lines better? Is it smoother? Um, and then ultimately your times will improve as well. But it just gets more confidence in your in your vehicle and in your own driving. So I, I love them, but I think you've got to make sure that you don't overdo it. In other words, do your three or four laps and come in. You might get carried away. I know my son got carried away once. Uh, uh, he went out in my, um, my Blue Dino and uh, he was loving it out of Malala. I said, do three or four laps and then come in because I want to check the brakes and things like that. And uh, anyway, the expansion tank, uh, the cooling expansion tank cracked and he was out there and I didn't know at that stage, but it was five laps, six laps, seven laps. I'm thinking, come in, come in. <laughs> Luckily, he came in at the right time because he could have cooked the engine. Yeah, so and that's, those are the things you need to be aware of and try and avoid biking. especially in the older the older classes you know you're talking about 60s 70s even 80s you you do have to be mindful like you know talking about look at the gauges smell can you smell something is different than normal apart from brake uh, brake yeah. dust but think about what's happening watch your gauges uh, and and feel the cars what's happening there's a story in, um, just recently that it, you know it's a dry track then it starts raining. Well, you've got to change your driving style. And if you're not used to that in the rain, come in. Don't worry about keep going out there because you think you can do it because your braking distances uh, have increased. A lot of things, you're not, you, you haven't got tyres specifically suited to a wet track, you know. Um, so you've got to be careful about those things. Do they, um, do, do these track days, um, there's 60 odd cars going out with us this weekend. Do they break you down into your first time on the track to a, experienced person like yourself you'll go with the experienced drivers or do they do that or no everyone's out there mixing it with each other i i, I noticed you called me experienced but that's all relative they do uh, some of them have asked have you done track days before but they also put you in the speed of what your car can do okay. because whether you've done a track day or not if you've got a 500 horsepower car down the straight you're going to beat one with 300 horsepower so you know, they will put you in categories of, you know, like, like the day that like. we go, there'll be the modern faster ones, there'll be other, there might be some older classics. So they they vary it. And they might do that after, because someone might time you, I'm not sure how that works, and then they'll put you in a category. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because I want to see exactly, you know, number one, what the car can do because I haven't experienced exactly what the car can do in a safe environment. So I think that's the key that I'm really looking forward to um, on this track day. And I think what will happen with with yourself, Ori, is you'll learn a lot. For example, they'll have a driver briefing 
They'll also, with the driver training, they'll also set you up on how you should sit in your vehicle. So you sit different than you would normally when you're driving it. You can't lean back, you know, you've got your arms extended just inside your forearm. It's on the top of your steering wheel. So they'll explain how you should be seated, how your knees should be bent. If, you know, we've got a gated shifter manual. So, you know, those sorts of things. It's different on a track day than you would your normal driving. So some of the things that you'll learn will be phenomenal. And do we get the opportunity to drive other cars? Like, can I drive your car and can you drive my car on the track once we go? Or is it whatever car you're registered with for that track day? I think in this case here where it's uh, it's just a driver training track day, we'll be able to swap cars, yeah. Because I heard a little rumour today, there's going to be an FXXK out there and a 599 GTO. Well, that's the one I would like to drive. <laughs> that would definitely be out there, so we're lucky enough to see those and hopefully we can get even, even not drive them, just get a ride in them, I would be excited. And to have those types of cars in... In Adelaide, I mean, they are Ferraris, but they are they are client cars and modified just for the track. Now they are race cars. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I can't wait to see them live. And then, like, you know, I still the first time I came to the track with you and I was the passenger. I remember the old Daytona out there. You know, the seventy seventy five. Uh, no, that was a 72. 72 Daytona 72. out on the track. Yeah, fantastic to see those classics going around. And and again, they were going around at the speed, at the comfort that they wanted to. I mean, on some of the rallies, they'll have different groups. So they might have historics out there and they'll have people with their open-top MGs travelling at 60 kilometres an hour. And it's just, you know, they can look at the scenery it's not necessarily that you're you know the full the throttle is going full flat out every every gear change yeah so those touring rallies rallies is more it is just touring grand tours so you should do as many as those as you can because you see beautiful countryside you see different states here in australia i think globally they do them all over the world and it's all organized so everything's you know your time when you leave the group that you go with and then you swap between you, you know, like there might be a group of 10 in that group of the the rally and you swap from front to back and middle So, and you watch other people's lines, how they drive uh, and it, it's, it's a Sunday drive at pace possibly but you can do it as fast or as slow as you want. Now, how important is it, and I've, and I've ordered a set, they haven't arrived, driving gloves. Do I need them? Driving gloves. Well, <laughs> if you're driving a... a you know, a steering wheel, a car with a steering wheel that's in timber, that's a very thin timber, then I would say you need driving gloves. You've got the more modern power steering ones, possibly not. The steering wheel's a bit thicker, but I like wearing driving gloves. I, I feel uh, it, I can, more I can, I've got a bit more grip and I, I just feel more comfortable with them when you're moving, you know, because your skin's not rubbing up against the steering wheel. Very exciting. Very exciting. I'm really looking forward to this uh this track day coming up, and I've and I've heard of a lot of stories, and I'm I'm pleased that you're doing the track day because you were one that was always worried about. Oh, I'm not going to track my car. I'm not going to track my car. We call it a track day, but in the end, it's no different than you're going for a Sunday drive. You know, people go for a Sunday drive, they give it a squirt, this and that. So it's the same as that, except that you're in controlled conditions. And you don't have to worry about other traffic as much and things like that. And really, the people that have classics, 
they should actually go on some of these. And there's organised days where your club, if you're a member of the club, go on these drives. Sometimes they just go on normal roads. That's probably more often than not. But when you do a track day or a closed circuit, it's completely different. You're more relaxed. You don't have to worry about other cars coming the other way or a slow car on the Sunday drive. So it is definitely a great thing to do. Yeah, so you're recommending then for all our listeners to do as many track days as they can get a hold of whilst they're trying to learn their new car or even take experience what their car was built to do. Track days or rallies. Now, if you've got muscle cars that are really straight lines, straight line cars, drag cars, well, you're not going to take them on the track It's uh, unless it's a drag strip. Uh, and you're not going to take them a rally through the hills. Have, have you ever hired a track yourself with a group of friends and just taken a few cars out? Yes. Is that worth doing also? Well, I've, that's happened a few times. I've done that at the Bend in Taylor Bend and also at Malala. So, you know, they'll get a group of 20 or 30 and you go out there with all sorts of different cars and um, a lot of times there's plenty of Porsches out there because they, they love that sort of thing. And um, so I have been on what we call private track days. But also the tracks like Malala, like the Bend and all around the world, will have open days. I think the Nuremberg Ring, you can just get a membership and you just go on there. You, you know, yeah, it's like, one track like a car park. You put your swipe your card and away you go. And if you look at the YouTube videos on there, some crazy, you know, crazy, crazy drivers on there. That's definitely something on the bucket list that we have to do. We have to go to Germany and drive that new Well, I don't know about that. With all the other crazies oh, out there, I'm not sure that uh, I'll take that one on. <laughs> all right, well. I think uh, we've given the listeners a bit of a feel of what a track day is and what we need to do for a track day and how to prepare for a track day and the difference in, you know, track and rally and target. And if you're doing, a, you know, a, an event that's over a few, few more days, well, then you really have to prepare for it. So you, the spares that we talked about, your physical condition, you know, your sleeping, your clothing, a lot of stuff. But do the track days, enjoy it. Do the classic rallies. Um, it, it is good fun. You can show your cars and then drive them. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, Mick. Thank you, Ori, and uh, we will leave it there. Thanks, Mick. You can reach the show via email, mickandori at gmail.com. And remember, if your car is not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys.